right, live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. It is a uh, Wednesday night. Welcome to the show. As you can see, Big D is out. Big Z is in here. But you are stuck with us. Thank you for, for uh, joining us here. Uh, Real America's Voice, Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel two, uh, 470. Also following us on Samsung TV Plus, a great platform. Love that platform. 1029 if you're on Samsung TV Plus. If you've noticed, we've got a different face in the studio. You may have recognized him from before. Maybe you've seen him out. He's a comedian. He's a writer over at PJ Media. He's got a new, brand new radio show that just went uh, five days over at linewsradio.com or locally on Long Island at 103.9. Kevin Downey Jr. returns. How are you, sir? Great, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. This will be a hoot. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Should be a good time. So we'll have uh, Kevin sitting in with us and, of course, the slick, the dapper, Mr. Rick Amorati doing sports. Slick Rick, how are you today? Good evening, Rick. A little tired. I've been doing a little of my own oh, rav on the road running around what, the last couple of days. Slick Rick on the roadway is what it is. Yes. From what I understand, <laughs> let's see. So we were off last night, Tuesday night, for the, uh, the slur of the union. Um, and then you were out, though. You got out to the America's Warehouse, right? Yep, with Big D. We were both there last night supporting Ed and Karen and uh, Dave, the great David Zia. Right. That was a good time. We had a great time. And I want to shout out uh, Michael and Cheryl Siegel. Uh, I met Cheryl last night at the show. She was so excited to see me and us and Damon. <laughs> just, just it was you. great. No, good fans, I, I tell you. you. So, Cheryl... Good to see you. Yeah, so so uh, you you met some of the fans. Yeah, uh, of course they they did they get some photographs with you. Right? Yeah, Big D was taking some shots, and unbeknownst to me, he was taking a couple of side profile shots and everything. Yeah, <laughs> somebody said he was my bodyguard, and I said that works. <laughs> All right, well that sounds like a lot of fun. So that Good was time. last night. Yep. Of course, coinciding with the uh, State of the Union, which we ran. Uh, that's the big talk of today. We'll be covering that. We'll also be covering. And I asked this of Gio, and I forgot to check. I know social media was on the Hill today. We got a bunch of clips of that from these Twitter executives who were put uh, on the spot regarding uh, what we've been seeing come out on the Twitter files. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I think the big story really has to be the, uh, the, untold, the, the, the unrepentant lies of one Joseph Robinette <laughs> Biden, right? Did, you, did you have a chance to catch that out, uh, uh, Kevin? I did. I did see it. And my favorite part was when he uh, he slurred a bunch of words, but he said, if you try not to pass the surgeon's job, I will beat you. And they yeah, they stood up. I'm like, what are you standing up for? I have no idea what he said. No, but no, uh, no, they went nuts. Know. They loved it. Exactly. And that was yeah. one of several. Yeah, and, and that's, I think that was, uh, that that should have been, because we had a bunch of things that I jotted down, like, uh, you know, if he was going to um, talk about the balloon. Uh, I didn't catch it, so did he talk about the balloon? I didn't see it. I didn't hear about it. I heard nothing about the balloon, but okay. I did have to jump away for a few minutes because I was also uh, writing something as I was doing it. All right. Did he, did he say Trump at any time? He did say the previous administration. All right. We had that. All right. What about MAGA? Did he say anything about MAGA? Don't, don't know. <laughs> no? All is, right. is this your bingo card? Yeah. The, the, these, were, these were ideas. Uh, we're taking $10 bets on these. Nice. Um, and then this other one that I wrote down. Oh, geez. I can't, I can't even read my own handwriting. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh, at what point did he yell? Oh, he did that. He did that, right? Yeah, he got a little cantankerous at one point, And I thought, oh, here we go. The Adderall is really kicking in. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, I saw that today on uh, social media. I think it was when he was talking about President Xi of China. 
Yes. That's when he started to, to lose it. And nobody could figure out why the heck he was yelling and what he meant by it. But since we are talking about Biden making up words that he adds to the English language, uh, time for Is This English? Let's uh, let's go. go to the uh, <laughs> the State of the Union. <laughs> this is um, is this English segment? G. All right, here it comes. This was the big one. Everybody's Make talking. No mistake. Yeah, if you go. try anything to raise the cost of presidential jobs, I will veto it. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's what I Kamala jumped to attention. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. He just said. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what that was. Chop, chop. We don't care. But he said it, and then he came to a stop. That must be the end of the statement, so we have to stand up and clap like seals. Um, I still don't know what that word is. I've seen uh, some people guess what kind of word that was, what he meant. Um, can we play that again, G? Just, to, just, just so we can hear, hear that part again here. See if you can guess this at home. I'm going to go on the chat. No mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presidential jobs, I will veto it. Something jobs. jobs. Yeah, something jobs. Wow. You know what? It's very similar to when he sang happy birthday to the wife <laughs> yeah. of MLK yeah. the third. It's the same word. Happy birthday, dear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't remember your name. <laughs> My mind's going blank. Exactly. <laughs> My mind's going blank. How can his mind go blank when it's all written for him? And it's right there up on his screen for him to read. All you gotta do is read it, Joe. You Watch don't have me. to you don't have to go off script. You don't have to try and fill in the blanks, so to speak. This isn't, you know, you're not doing one of those word games. Um, let's see. Let's see what some of the people on the Getter chat are chiming in with here. Uh, let's see. Gigi I thought he was a stroke. <laughs> uh, vitamin doves. Vitamin doves? Vitamin doves. Okay, that's a guess. That's coming from Real Prince Doll. Real Prince Doll thinks it's vitamin does. Let's see. Maybe his, may, you know what? This is a good point. Uh, who just wrote it? Uh, Lonnie seven seventy says his poly his polygrip just failed. Oh, nice! Oh, so that's there what you go. <laughs> he, he was having a uh, he was having a moment where his teeth fell out. Uh, let's see. Joe is comedy gold. Yes, we know that. Kamala's an idiot. Yes, we know that. Uh, yeah. So if you're on the uh, Getter chat and you have a guess as to what the hell Joe Biden just said. Uh, for today's edition of Is This English, feel free to put it on there, and we'll see what uh, we'll we'll see what people say. Um, because really, I, I mean, all the clips that I saw today, and I'm not sure how many how many do we have here, G, that we can go to. Um, eh. All right, let's uh, let's go with uh, cut number one here, because again, this is. It's Joe Biden, and we know from Joe Biden, um, basically, most everything that comes out of his mouth is basically a lie. You can't really, you can't really go, you know, uh, you know, he knows what he's talking about. He's, he's kind of an unrepentant liar at this point, you know, and he's been busted several times. So here's cut one with uh, Joe lying about Social Security and being booed. Let's hear it, G. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you this anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy, a 
give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. Well, yeah, she let him have it. Wait, 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 stop. Wait, stop. What did he just say there? Back, back, convert, back that up, G. About five or six seconds. I, I enjoy conversion. Paul, he enjoys conversion. Ah. Is, this, is he having a moment? Is there something he's trying to tell us? You know, I heard that too, and I thought I just wasn't paying attention. I missed something. Right. But I think he's missing chunks of time. <laughs> and some letters yeah. in, in a word he, he was trying to say. Maybe he was trying to say conversation, but instead it came out as conversion. But then again, let's face it, I, I, he, he believes that, uh, you know, women can have, uh, uh, men can have periods yes. and can get pregnant. So maybe that's what Joe is talking about. Maybe he's coming out to us. Maybe he's talking about something. <laughs> maybe he's about to unload a very personal decision he's about to make. You know what? Look at him in that picture there. Is that a man who knows where he is? No. 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 He looked lost right as soon as he walked out. He looked yeah. like he, he didn't know where he was going. And look at McCarthy. McCarthy knows. <laughs> yeah. McCarthy can see his Depends diaper bulging in the back. He knows oh. everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he stumbled out of the gate about the Super Bowl. I'm going to have that story coming up, too. He, he didn't know what day it was. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. He didn't know Super Bowl Sunday was on, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the day of the week? Exactly. Ending day. Yep. Oh, I got that story. I'm going to play that for you next. Wow. Oh, all right. So, so back it up another uh, again, G, so we can... We can gloss and bathe ourselves in his, uh, his words of conversion. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. <laughs> you know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the even programs Kamala's the way like, they are, they I don't go know what other Republicans said. say. I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant... But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Oh, wow. This is the rails. Folks, <laughs> the idea is that we're not going to be... She's like, we're, we're not going to be... Everybody's calling him a liar. ...being threatened to, his to default face. on the dead if we don't respond. Folks. Crazy. He looks dumbfounded. Amazing. And you know what that kind of reminds me of? And Kevin, you can speak to this because... I've seen this happen to comics where they start talking back to the crowd uh-huh. instead of just kind of making a statement that they try to have like a debate with them that never ends no. up going well, right? No. That's when you know. That's, that's when you go like this. You go, how much time do I have to do left? Yeah. Once you, uh, I don't want to say engage. When you're going back and forth, it's over. Right. It's hard to get them back. You've, you're, not going, you're not flowing in the same direction now. And because uh, you can have a back and forth with the crowd if you're going in the same direction. Right. But like you said, when you confront them, it's over. Right. And especially if you confront them and you're losing. Yeah. Like if you're losing the the uh, confrontation, usually really good comics uh, can can and end the heckler like that. It yes. usually takes one or two lines and it's done. Yeah. Everybody starts laughing. Even sometimes a heckler will be like, all right, you got me. I'm done. Yep. You know? Yep. But this is, you could tell he's not very swift on his feet. No. And uh, I don't know what conversion has to do with anything, but once he said <laughs> that, you know he's lost. And you, now he's just, he doesn't know what to do. He said, well, I'm just going to confront him. I'm going to be fighting Joe. And uh, it's over. It's glorious to watch. I mean, I can spend the rest of the night just doing it again. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, he's lost again. Yeah, I love that. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and again, this was happening all night. Yeah. Um, you know, there was there was uh, a lot of groaning coming from the crowd, and it's a crowd of of his peers. These are people that uh, most of them have probably known him for most of his time in D.C. Yeah. Right. He's around friends for the most part. Right. And, and to see this go down like that is is actually. Is glorious. I'm, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say it enough. I loved it. I love watching this happen, because here's a guy who somehow, somehow got more votes than the first black president. Uh huh. More votes than the first woman who could have been president. Yep. He never left his house. He stayed in his basement. Um. He's got. He has two failed presidential runs before him usually that's not ever a good thing and somehow okay yeah okay he got 81 million sure he did all right i believe that and (laughs) and we'll see the uh you're seeing the the um i want to say the product of that 40 plus years of dc drainage running through his brain as it exited exited his mouth last night at the state of the union insane we've got more clips of uh Scuttle, scuttlebutt Joe there. We'll do some uh, we'll do some sports with Slick Rick. We'll hit some of the other topics. And uh, here with our special guest, Kevin Downey Jr., live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We'll be back. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. It's a Wednesday night. Thank you for joining us. Kevin Downey Jr. sitting in with us tonight. He's a writer over at PJ Media. Make sure you go check out his stuff. If people want to find you online, like if they if they want to jump on Getter and like you or follow you or on Facebook or Truth Social, how, how can they find you? What's, what's your handle? On all of them but one, I am Kevin Downey Jr. Kevin Downey Jr. Quick, simple. Except for Instagram. Okay. Because when I was on America's Got Talent, I didn't have an Instagram yet, and someone went and got Kevin Downey Jr. So <laughs> oh, now I will be actual KDJ <laughs> oh, okay. on Instagram. That's that's how you follow me. All right. So so again, it's <laughs> Kevin Downey Jr., JR, no period, right? Yes. And uh, actual KDJ. Actual KDJ. On Instagram. So if you yeah. want to check out Kevin, see when he's coming because you do some uh, you do some traveling, right? When it comes to uh, doing your comedy. Oh yeah, still uh, traveling every weekend. Uh, I'm gonna be. I hate to brag. Well, you might Martins as well. Ferry, this is, this Ohio, this Saturday. And exactly, exactly. That that is the look. Where is Martin's Ferry? Where's Martin's Ferry, Ohio? Absolutely nowhere. It's <laughs> kind of close to Wheeling, West Virginia. For some reason, if there's any place I'm a rock star comic, it's it's Martin's Ferry, Ohio. So I'll be back there. All right. What's the name of the place? Give him a plug, man. I don't know. I wish I knew. That. <laughs> I'll dig it up. I don't. I'm in West Windsor. I just found out I was in West Windsor uh, tomorrow on the way out. We booked these gigs. Hey, you want to do this thing? Is in Jersey? Yeah, sure. I'll take it. And then. Uh, All right. Well, know. well, you know what? Sometime between now and the end of the show. <laughs> yes, I will have it. Look it up. And we'll let people because we have people watching the show all over the all over the country. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, we're huge in California. I don't know why, but I guess maybe it's a time thing. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Maybe they just like Slick Rick. <laughs> who be. knows? Um, but you no, know, we have people that uh, you know when when these guys go out on the road. When when Rap goes out on the road and they they you know hook up with the uh, the Trump uh, the Trump rallies or they do mm-hmm. the their tours across America. We have people coming out from all over. Nice. Yeah. And all it's right. amazing because yep. you know. 
we're, we're we're just here in the studio. We don't really get out all that often. He doesn't let us out. No, he doesn't let us out because we, we <laughs> he got mad at me today. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he did. He did. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> but there 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 are people that love the uh, love the network that have it on all day. Um, some people, you know, they love our show as the best show in their day, which is great. We appreciate that. Um, but you know what? They they they'll come out and support. So I will find it before this is over. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, make sure you do that. Put it out there. Put it on your getter. We'll throw it in the getter chat as well, and uh, make sure people get out to see you when you come to okay. their town again. Martin Martinsville. Martin's Ferry. Martin's Ferry. Martin's Ferry, Ohio. All right. If anybody lives there. Send, send me something in the getter, and, and we'll hit it up. <laughs> uh, right now, let's go to sports with Slick Rick, brought to you by Mike Lindell's MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you check out all their great stuff, including the brand-new MyPillow 2.0. It's supposed to have this uh, this heat-cooling thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, embedded in the foam. I don't know how Mike does it. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. Wizard. There's sorcery involved. Exactly. Um, So check it out. Use our code to check out. Save a bunch of cash. LFS6B uh, at checkout. MyPillow.com. Slick Rick, what do you got? Well, speaking of being on the road, I just want to talk a little bit about this morning. I had the opportunity, the great honor to be on American Sunrise. A lot of the folks in the Get It Chat saw me on the show. I got to visit Ed and Karen, who I had the opportunity to meet for the first time last night. I have to tell you, what exceptional hosts they are. Great people. Uh, Ed is just great. Karen is great. Karen is more beautiful in person than on camera. I got to say, that's a nice compliment. It's good. I like it. But they are just dynamite. <laughs> great people. Uh, and we, we had a great time. So we were at the Oakany Diner on Long Island. I said, let me go out and support. You know, Harry was on the home fries when I walked in. So, you know, he was doing the production. <laughs> but it was good to be there. I enjoyed being on the show. Great audience. And uh, I even got to throw it back to Terrence in Denver, who was making fun of the New York accent. So I had to say, all right, here's the New York accent. Back to Terrence in Denver. So it was good <laughs> stuff. So I enjoyed that. And uh, shout out to them. That's our sister show, 8 to 10 in the mornings. They do a great job on the sunny side up and then of course we put you to bed at night on your my pillow so let's get to a little sports here i got a couple of scores i want to run by you ncaa men's basketball in action right now number 23 creighton leads seton hall 71 60 these are all in the second half uh Tennessee, Rick, by one over Vanderbilt. They're uh, Tennessee, number six right now. Uh, Iowa State uh, over West Virginia right now, 39-37. We have uh, Florida State leading Syracuse, 49-45. UNC Wilmington getting trounced by Charleston, 52-34. And in the first, number two, Houston, another good team, up 19-10 over Tulsa. Uh, Let's see a little NHL action tonight. We got the Rangers and the Canucks in the Garden. No score yet, 15 to go in the first period, just underway. And the Wild uh, take on the Stars. Down in Dallas. That's at 8.30 puck drop in just a few minutes. Uh, here's a story for you. Well, you know, it's funny. At the State of the Union last night, well, funny and sad, everybody was uh, at, at the warehouse. We weren't even listening to Biden's speech. In fact, I didn't hear most of it. People were coming up, <laughs> taking pictures, talking. Conversation was going on. Nobody even wanted to hear him because what, what's to believe, you know? Right. So they were more interested in a great speech by Sarah Huckabee Sanders, which I'm sure we'll cover later. She just knocked it out of the park in about five minutes. That was all that was worth hearing last night. But speaking of Joe, here's a part that I did miss because people were chatting, but it said, Biden forgets when Super Bowl Sunday is during State of the Union. Jacob Bliss in Breitbart. The only place you're going to hear it, right? Breitbart, a gateway pundit. And President Joe Biden appeared to forget when Super Bowl Sunday occurs less than 15 minutes into his State of the Union address on Tuesday on Capitol Hill. Biden off script during the beginning of his... That's when he gets off script. We know what happens, right, right, Rick? Biden off script during the beginning of his State of the Union address said First Lady Jill Biden will be attending an upcoming game tomorrow. Um, Looking at Chief Justice Roberts 
with a wink and a nod. The president said, by the way, Chief Justice, I may need a court order. She gets to go to the game tomorrow and next week. I got to stay home. The president appeared to be referring to <laughs> Super Bowl 58, where the Kansas City Chiefs will face off against Biden's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, Jill's a big fan. And the 80-year-old Democrat president tried to quickly correct himself by stating, uh, next week after he messed up the day. Following uh, Biden getting getting the Super Bowl game day speech wrong, he quickly moved on to the rest of his speech, which he got most of that wrong, too. And basically, you know, this is where Super Bowl meets Super you fill in the blanks. Right. But, <laughs> and, uh, hey, Bill, Bill's DeMar Hamlin makes an appearance to uh, receive an NFL PA award. You know what? Award. I uh, heard that. Yeah, now, Rick. Now, I didn't see the video. A friend of mine texted it to me, He's he, and his first thing was, so do you still think he's, uh, you know, this is fake? And I'm like, I don't know, because I learned, I learned something else today. I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up. But since you're bringing up uh, Demar Hamlin, and, and you know we've talked about the deep fake technology, have you seen that deep fake technology, there, Kevin? <laughs> Is this the uh, Joe Biden transgender one? No. Oh, okay. but I but I saw that. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, if you uh, go on, I think it's Twitter. Uh, Twitter has uh, deep Tom Cruise. Oh, you, you watch no. these, and these are other people, but it's Tom Cruise, but it's not Tom Cruise. Right. Uh, oh. So. My my thinking is, and it's a theory, I don't know, uh, they could be using that technology because oh. maybe the kid, well, maybe things didn't fare as well as they'd like to portray it. Oh, I don't um, think so. But now, according to Slick Rick, he made a statement, right? He did. So uh, this is John uh, Josh Weinfuss of ESPN. This is from Phoenix. He's down at the Super Bowl, Phoenix, Arizona. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hammond was named the NFLPA Alan Page Community Award winner Wednesday for his work raising more than $9 million for his uh, chase M's foundation in the days after he collapsed on the field during the uh, January second game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, Hamlin took the stage with his parents during with his parents. Rick, come on, wait a during second, a news wait conference. Wait a second, they gave him an award. Yeah, for having a heart attack. No, he raised nine million dollars. How course. did he raise nine million dollars? Well, in response, obviously, create a lot of awareness because the man was a because he, was, he had a heart he was attack. A global story. Well, it put a lot of shine on his. Uh, Before he had his, the heart attack, he was what? He, he was, was stra- he was he was Jonesing for like twenty grand. Twenty five hundred. They were trying to really. <laughs> yeah. That was the initial uh, offering they were trying to get to. Yeah. Well, anyway, he got an award. Alan oh. Page, of course, the great Vikings lineman, you know, of the day. But uh, anyway, uh, for winning the award, his foundation received a hundred thousand dollar donation <laughs> and hundred uh, grand for having a heart attack. Here you go, kid. <laughs> well, he was dressed in a red suit. We like red suit with a white dress shirt underneath, with an open collar and white sneakers. And uh, what what he said is one of his favorite quotes: "Is it's a blessing to be a it's a blessing to be a blessing." Hamlin said. With that being said, I plan to never take this position for granted and always have an urgent approach in making a difference in the community where I come from and also communities. Across the world and additionally it looks like he might be able to play again the doctor from the nfl no. said yeah Frank no 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 we'll talk about that after the okay. break i will tell you why we'll take a quick break what'd you say g yeah. <laughs> because there is no way no i'll tell you why okay i've already had this discussion <laughs> with not multiple with me. people <laughs> it's not even a theory it's just facts Okay. We'll deal with those when we get back. And the NFL's uh, fixed. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick break. More live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. It's a Wednesday night. Thank you for joining us. Slick Rick is here. He's got sports 
Coming up, we'll, we'll do that discussion about um, Damar Hamlin playing football again in the next segment. All right? Sounds good. All I'm right. on. Uh, Kevin Downey Jr. here. He is, he is sitting in with us tonight. We'll talk with him as well. We'll get his uh, thoughts on that whole Damar Hamlin thing. Uh, again, we'll do that in the next segment because right now we got a special guest who I forgot to even uh, uh, give, the, give the big plug, but I'm going to do that right now. Very nice guy. His name is Joe Reek. He's the vice president of sales at My Patriot Supply. Um, MyPatriotSupply.com is the website. You've probably heard about them. If not, if you're hearing about them for the first time, well, then get ready because you're going to learn a lot. Uh, Joe, welcome to uh, the show. How are you tonight, man? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys tonight. Yeah, thank you for uh, taking the time. You know, I hear your commercials all the time. I, I know you're on other shows and stuff, but I'm glad we, we get to have you like live and in person. And, and from what I can see, you got a lot of stuff behind you. We do. You know, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, we are America's largest emergency preparedness company, and we specialize in long-term emergency food. We specialize in emergency gear for any type of disaster, any type of event, any type of cataclysm that we can experience. We're your guys that can help you guys get through that. Yeah. And again, it's something that, you know, we don't like to talk about. Nobody likes to talk about running out of food unless, you know, oh, I ran out of chips when all these people came over and you run out to the store and you get chips. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about things that it might be a little uncomfortable to talk about. Maybe some people don't even like to have this conversation. But as we've seen things you know, kind of develop in the news, we started noticing about a year or so ago all these uh, food places uh, getting hit by planes, catching fire. Um, and then you start to hear about supply chain issues. And then you start to hear about, about egg prices and, and then like Another eggplant like went up in flames, I think, in New Zealand. They're large. And it just makes you, makes you a little scared. It makes you think, like, what's going on? Um, what do I need to do? What do I need to prepare with? Because, let's face it, nobody wants to be in that situation where you run out of food. And this is what you guys, your business is based all around. And if people want to go check it out, preparewithrav.com. And you can, it'll take you right to the site. Um, and it'll show you exactly what, what they're all about. But tell us about your emergency food. I mean, you know, when, when you're talking about emergency food, what does it look like? Is it boxes of Twinkies and, 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 and Lucky Charms or no? You know, it's very similar to that. You know, the, the okay. technology for emergency food has really come a long way. And so what we specialize in is food that has up to a 25-year shelf life. And we're talking meals that most people are used to eating, meals like pasta alfredo, spaghetti, chili macaroni. And the way that we do that is we package it inside of these pouches that uh -huh. it's simple to prepare. You simply add it to boiling water, you let it sit and simmer for 10 to 15 minutes, and you're gonna have dinner ready for you and your family. The beautiful thing about this is that it's quick, it's easy, and this is something that you get, you put it away, you'll have it, but you'll have the peace of mind that if something were to happen, you can take care of yourself and your family. Yeah, and, and you know, you bring that up, having that peace of mind, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are people that, that maybe at one time in their life, oh, we don't have enough money, and, you know, we, we, we've got to skimp on what we're buying at the store and feed the kids. And then you start to translate that into, what if something happens where there's no food available? And again, this is, this is you know, where you guys uh, pretty much come and save the day because you give people the opportunity to prepare. And I know, you know, let's face it, we've all seen the, you know, all those people are preppers and blah, blah, blah. 
you know what? Being prepared is not a bad word. I don't know. I don't know where being prepared or, or you know, something like that all of a sudden became stigma with crazy. Because last I checked, people who are prepared don't don't find themselves in trouble. You know, you, you said it correctly. You know, about 15, 20 years ago, if you're looking at stockpiling food, yeah, you probably would have been considered one of those crazy preppers or whatnot. But now you're almost crazy not to. You know, a lot of people have experienced hardships. You know, we've all seen it in our local grocery stores, you know, especially over the past several years. We've noticed that items that are normally there just aren't there anymore. We've noticed that prices of food continue to go up. We noticed that there's an egg shortage. We haven't even talked about the, 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 the crops that are coming that is, is less than what's been produced in the past years. That's really going to affect America's pocketbook, you know, because it's inflation is making food more expensive. And again, the supply chain, we still have major issues with supply chain because of the COVID outbreak. Right. But the cool thing is, is, is because of that COVID outbreak, people are more aware of the need to get prepared. And the thing is, is it doesn't have to be because of a natural disaster. It doesn't have to be because of an earthquake. If mom or dad loses their job, they still have an obligation to take care of their family. And this is a nice way to be able to supplement that. Right. And so it's opened up a lot of people's eyes to the need to get prepared. Yeah. And, and you know what? That was one thing I didn't even think about until you, you brought it up. Mom and mom and dad lose their jobs or something like that or something unforeseen, unforeseen happens. You know, I, I, a friend of mine had a fire gut his house. You know, now they're like, oh, what do we do? You know, they're scrambling. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have been prepared, you know, have a backup plan, have something in place where you can go to and be like, hey, you know what? We don't have to worry about the food part. We're, we're taking care of that stored over here. Um, here's a good question, though, because I've seen your, your ads. I've, I've heard everything. And, and you, you're, showing the, uh, you're showing the bag how you pack it. I know one question most people are probably going to have is going to be like, how does it taste? How does it taste? That, yeah. That's the common question that we get. And because taste is so subjective, you know, everybody's going to have different preferences and different tastes. Once you understand and realize what this food does, I mean, having a food that can sit in your home for up to 25 years, that's prepared simply by adding it to water. It tastes amazing. Now, it's not going to be grandma's home cooking because honestly, nothing compares to grandma's home cooking. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot better than tree bark. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And bugs. You notice and they're bugs. pushing that lately. You guys don't sell bugs, do you? Absolutely no. not. We sell bug out bags, but we don't sell <laughs> bugs. All right, good to know. And, and again, go to preparewithrav.com if you want to check it out and see exactly what they have. Um, here's another thing that, and you brought it up because of the uh, supply chain issues and you know food shortages, things that we're used to seeing. And we had a problem with baby food and baby formula last year. Do you guys have stuff like that too? You know, we're working on a bunch of different things coming down the pipeline because, again, going through that that formula shortages, right. it opened up our eyes that there's another need that needs to be, be fulfilled. So, yeah, we have a team of developers that are working on, on some things that will help some of the younger generation to, to get them through those times. But a majority of our stuff, anybody can eat. You know, we have, we have soups. We have main course dishes. We have freeze-dried fruits, freeze-dried vegetables, freeze-dried meats. So, really, anything that you can think about that you would eat on a regular basis – you can find it at My Patriot Supply. Right. Now, okay, now here's another question because, you know, I know the uh, their, their packs, how long do they last? Like, is it for a month? Is it two months? How long do these, uh, when you buy one, how, mu how, so, long, how, mu how much food do you get? 
so it really depends on you and your family. And that's the beautiful thing about here because there's not a one size fits all package. So we actually have preparedness advisors that can help you put together a plan that's specific to you and your family. We have kits ranging from a 72 hour kit all the way up to an entire 12 month supply for, for an entire family. So it really depends on what it is that you need for your own specific family. Like I said, there's just not a one size fits all, but we have anything that can make it work specifically for you and your family. Right. And that's good to know. And again, you know, so so you can go on and if you go on preparewithrab.com, is there is there a section where it takes you through how to, you know, set it up exactly what you want? I mean, do you have something where um, maybe you do a purchase every month or every two months and and slow, you know, because yes, people don't know how much they need. Right. Sometimes. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and you can start it as small or as little as you want. The most important thing, though, that if I, if I can let the audience know, is to get started now. Because there are some troubling times coming ahead. And, you know, we've gone through a, a bunch of, of stuff the past couple of years. And I'm afraid to tell you, it's not going to get any easier. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at how hard it's going to get. I mean, we're seeing it now, you know, we would hear back in the news stories of where there's no more food on grocery grocery shelves. And we always thought, gosh, that can never happen in my right. city because I go down to the grocery store and there's food there. Yeah. However, I, I challenge a lot of your viewers to go to the grocery store and pay attention to the, the, meat, so, the meat selection. Go pay attention to it. There's not the variety that was there two years ago. Go to the, the box section, you know, all of the box of Kraft macaroni and cheese and whatnot. The variety is not there. And I think a lot of people are going to be struggling because of those issues, because of the supply chain. And so now is the time to get prepared. In fact, it's it, there's a quote that we say here at My Patriot Supply. It's a lot better to get prepared before an emergency than during or afterwards. Right. And so, again, nobody's going to care about your survival more than yourself. And right. it's up to you to do the research, do the work, but get it done and get started today. All right. Now, now here's a question that I see a lot of people asking on our getter chat. And if you, uh, if you've been on our getter chat, Joe, uh, there's some very funny people, but there's also some very good questions that they always pose to us. One of which has to do with, um, you know, they know about the possible. What about meat? What about things like that? Is, is that part of your, I heard you mention meat. Uh, what about bacon? People love bacon. <laughs> bacon, unfortunately, is, is not really an item that we've been able to successfully freeze dry for a long period of time because of the natural fatty oils associated with bacon. But we do have freeze dried chicken, freeze dried ground beef. Um, and so you, we do have those items. And the nice thing, too, is let's say, for instance, if you have our pasta Alfredo and you wanted to add in real chicken, it's simple to mix those two items together, boil it all up, let it sit and simmer for 10 to 15 minutes. And now you're going to have chicken Alfredo. Okay, now you just brought up something there. So, so now when it comes to making this food, is it mostly uh, is it mostly because it's freeze dried? Do you boil most of it? Is that it? Well, because of, because of the way that we do this, this is all a, a dried product, and so we remove the water content from this, and that's what's going to help make it such a long shelf life. And so, when you're ready to prepare these meals, you simply reintroduce that water. And typically, boiling the water is going to work the best because that's going to make the the, the creams more creamy it's going to make the sauce creamier and it just helps speeds up that rehydration process and right. so water is going to be critical too but again that brings up another question what are we going to do about water we also have items that are going to help get water filtered out for you so if you live next to a lake a stream a river or a pond we have a solution for you that can filter out that water so now you can have clean potable water to prepare these meals 
for drinking water, for cleaning your dishes, and for whatever else you need. All right. Now, now, real quick, we only got about a minute and a half left. Do you have a way to cook the food? Because if, you know, you lose everything or you have to, you know, hit the road, you need something to cook it with. Do you guys have that, too? Absolutely, we do. In fact, right behind me, we have our little space heater called the Vesta heater, which is a self-powered space heater, but the top portion can be removed, and it's a little grilling table. So now you can put a pot of water up on there, boil it, and make your meals right then and there without any electricity, without any power, and you can be self-sufficient if you were to lose power because the grid went down or whatever may have you. All right, last question. Here you go. I don't know if you've got it. Um, but people are asking because, uh, I saw a couple of people, I think put it on the getter chat. A lot of people are, uh, you know, they have animals, they have pets. What about pet food? You know, that's one thing, again, we're trying to, to cover all these bases because okay. again, there's so many different facets of emergency preparedness. And as, as we grow and as we reach new different things, we are going to be introducing some other items like that. Unfortunately, we don't have anything quite specifically for pets. But, you know, if you do have those pets, they are kind of considered children. And sometimes you give them your table scraps. This stuff works just as well. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I have a boxer uh, and he loves meat. So I'm sure if he's, he's like, yeah, just whatever. Whenever you're done, uh, get it ready. Just let me know. I'll make sure I gobble that down. Uh, we're just about out of time, unfortunately, here, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Joe Reek. Uh, he is the vice president at sale and sale uh, vice president of sales at my patriot supply go to prepare with rav.com that's prepare with rav.com joe reek again once again thank you so much for taking the time joining us today giving us a heads up giving us a, 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 a you know an opportunity to find out about thank getting prepared all right man have a great night thank you again we'll take a quick break we'll come back with more right after this real narco voice stay there Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on a Wednesday night. Big D is off. Paul is off. Kevin Downey Jr. is sitting in. He's a writer over at PJ Media. He's got a radio show on linewsradio.com or locally here in the Long Island area, 103.9 FM. You can check out Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 11 a.m. I almost said 11 p.m. That would have been a (laughs) long long show. Yeah. Uh, Eastern time. So if you, uh, I think you can get that online so so people can jump on and listen. Yep, and LI News Radio has an app like everybody else. All right, so very good. So you can check out the show. Kevin is, uh, again, on Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern to 11 a.m. And you can check him out live tomorrow morning as well. He's also going to be traveling because he's a stand-up comic. He's a writer. He does this. He does, He's all over the place. Uh, he's going to be at the PNA Club in Martins Ferry, Ohio, correct? Yes, I had to look it up. <laughs> and that stands for Polish National Alliance. Had to look that up, too. All right. Very good. So make sure you uh, check that out. If he is coming to your area, you'll know where to find him. Uh, you can also find him on all the uh, all the socials under Kevin Downey Jr. except for Instagram, right? Correct. Which is? Actual KDJ. Actual KDJ. Because so someone took my hand. <laughs> all right. Uh, Slick Rick. Back to sports, and I know there was a story that you started. Yeah, uh, we didn't really have a chance to get into, but let's do some sports with Slick and, and jump into it. Sure. So getting right back to Demar Hamlin, which a couple people in the chat were questioning the fact that we haven't had any news on Demar Hamlin. I haven't reported on anything. It was a little quiet for a few days, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a show earlier today on Sirius XM, Doctor Radio's Heart to Heart program. This is Tom Mayer, who is the uh, medical director for the NFL Players Association, and he said that Demar Hamlin 
has a very good chance of playing football again. I mean, obviously, the season won't start for another seven months. Oh. And uh, but that's that's the word. So we'll see. You think he takes a pass on it? Or you Never just think going to happen. Read my lips. Never going to happen. Yeah, a guy told me that about taxes one time too. Reading lips, and I saw what happened. <laughs> well, the, the the reason why, and I'd had this debate with somebody else, um, was nobody's going to insure him. Nobody's going to insure no. that guy. No. He can't take the field. You know the liability that they would face, the Buffalo Bills would face at any team where he showed up as a visiting player would face. Um, the insurance, the, no insurance company is going to touch that. Um. We'll see. It, NFL it, is a multi-billion-dollar company. They have probably have an unbelievable exactly. of London policy, and yeah, they we'll don't see. want to be sued. Yeah, because they will get sued. They might be getting sued right now. We don't know it. Uh, what do you think, Kevin? I agree a thousand percent. And I'll throw this on. Uh, who did Brady? Brady took the place of who? Uh, uh, Bledsoe. Who did? Yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Drew yes, Bledsoe. correct. When Bledsoe went away, everyone. Oh my God! We'll never replace him. And you got Tom Brady. There's someone waiting to take DeMar Hamlin's gig. They already know who it is. And it's, I mean, I'm not saying anything about DeMar Hamlin. Great player, I'm sure. I never really followed him. But there's someone that they can get who's not going to, he's less likely to die in the field and cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. he wasn't a Pro Bowl. He was a good role player, yeah, you know, right. on the team. He wasn't, and he's a superstar. It wasn't of that nature of a Bledsoe or Brady. But it's a good analogy. In fact, the Cowboys inherited Drew Bledsoe after he was left by the uh, New England Patriots. That was no joy run. Yeah, but, but that—that's my theory. That's why I don't think he'll ever play again. They might say it. It, it looks good in print. Oh, what a great headline! Oh, what a story! We're going to get him to play again. He's not going to play. He's never going to play football again. He's never going to get cleared because no no team will clear them because they know they can't get insurance. There's too much liability. So, and again, this is my theory, but you know, you've seen crazier things happen where people aren't allowed to do things because of liability issues. And when you have a heart attack and you're dead on the field for nine minutes, they might frown upon saying, yeah, you know what? Suit them up again. Let's roll them out there. He might not even get health care insurance with that going for him. Exactly. That's possible, too. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out. We've got plenty of time. I'm sure there'll be a lot of theories that'll happen, but we'll see. But here's a story that's you know, somewhat related. Yeah. Um, very healthy 18-year-old athlete who oh. suffered from cardiac arrest during basketball game has died. Uh, Cullen Leinberger, uh, Gateway Pundit. Again, the only place that's reporting this is either Breitbart or Gateway Pundit. I'm not seeing any of this on any of the ESPNs or any of them. They don't want to talk. So you got to say, what aren't they? why aren't they talking about this? I think we all know, reading right. between the lines. But let me just read this quickly. The senior student from Detroit Northwestern High School who suffered cardiac arrest from playing basketball last week has passed away. We actually reported that on the show that night. Fox 2 Detroit learned via relative relative on Monday that 18-year-old Cartier Woods died while at Henry Ford Hospital. He had been on life support there since January 31st. Cartier uh, did not have any known heart conditions or significant medical ailments. The cause of his collapse and death is unknown at this time. Cartier's family were holding out hope for a miraculous recovery. um, they recently held a vigil for Cartier where a huge, large group of loved ones and friends prayed for him. The Gateway Pundit re- uh, previously reported Cartier suddenly collapsed during a game against Detroit Douglas. Uh, before falling down, he told his head coach, George Tyson, he felt dizzy three minutes after the contest started and needed to come out. Douglas head coach Pierre Brooks then reported hearing a big bang while watching the action on the court. I heard a big bang and I thought it might be a fight or something, Brooks said. I looked over and it was Cartier that fell out and, it fell out and coach Tyson uh, jumped 
prompt to action. Medical personnel arrived within 10 minutes to perform CPR on Cartier uh, after he collapsed. They continued for 40 to 60 minutes before Cartier was transported to Henry Ford Hospital, where he ultimately passed. Uh, Let's hope the Woods family receives the full truth regarding Cartier's passing. These deaths are not normal, and they are right. 18 years old, healthy young man, pop. Yes. What a shame. It's insane. Insane. And and, and it's happening with such frequency now. And like you said, there's only a few places reporting it. I know there was a tennis player, I think. I do. I had that story too, Rick. A 31-year-old former college tennis star, uh, Kristen uh, C8915, good follower on Getter, love her. Uh, She sent me that story. I'll play that in the next next round there of uh, sports. But yeah, 31-year-old tennis woman. No, no cause. No cause of death. Yeah, from Georgia. Did you see the, uh, I think she she's a boxer of some sort, maybe MMA, Victoria Lee, 18 years old? Yep. Yeah. Yes, the Asian girl. Yeah, I saw that. That was terrible, terrible. Another one. And yep. again, the, the, Filipino, the, I think. these are not, these are, these are trained athletes. We're talking about people that are in shape. Yep. Not people that, you know, you know, uh, their shape is, is round. We're talking about people that are in shape oh, who yeah. are used to constantly putting their body under stress yep. and train for it and get their bodies used to it. That's what people don't understand. You, you train your body to get used to certain things. Like, uh, I know with, uh, I used to follow uh, Lance Armstrong before he got busted for uh, sure. for the doping. Yep. But his resting heart rate, resting heart rate was somewhere around thirty six. Wow. Like thirty six to forty. Like these people, wow. these, these highly trained athletes, and they're all all over the professional ranks. They have very low heart rates at their at rest. Mm-hmm. So when you see somebody have a heart attack, mm. um, when they're just kind of doing their thing in a normal course in a normal setting. It really kind of boggles your mind because that's that's not normal at all. Yep. And that's a wrap in sports, Rick. Yeah, Back thanks. to you. Hey, um, we we you know we talked a little bit about the uh, state of the union, but there was a state of confusion last night <laughs> about uh, something that happened uh, at the state of the union. And I don't know. I don't know if maybe now Jill is starting to uh, you know suffer some. Maybe she caught it from Joe. Where she doesn't know who she's talking to or what she's doing. Oh, boy. Uh, Cut number three, G, go. This is Jill Biden. That's Mr. Kamala Harris. Hey. Hey. Mr. Kamala Harris taking a peck right on the lips. Ah. Does she even know who this guy is? (laughs) That's the first family, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only one that gets one, too. (laughs) Um, uh, Is that problematic? Is... Was there tongue? I don't know. We know how Kamala got ahead in the business world. Now we know how she gets ahead in the political world. It's her husband going going with a hot wife, Jill. Yeah, she 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 carts her husband out as the uh, the the POA and says, "Here, here, uh, schmooze the boss for me." Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Wow, that is uh, that was uncomfortable. Let's see that again, G, because that's just. That is odd. That is weird. It's a, like, why would you, from what I understand, they don't even see each other that often. Oh, no? Right. No. Oh, wow, I thought they were, like, close. No, it's, it's, yeah. not like, it's not like, you know, uh, it's not like neighbors in a sitcom where they just kind of bust through the door. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think that's the first time that's happened. Ooh. Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a little history there. We're not uh, privy to it. All right, there you go. It's just a theory. It is a theory. It's a legend. White House. <laughs> From Kevin Downey Jr. Uh, all right, we're going to take a uh, quick break. Man, for a fast first hour. Mwah. Love it.
Love it. Denny grabs her butt as she goes by. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. From Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Wednesday night. Thank you for joining us. Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 470, Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029. You can also follow us on all the socials. Just put in LFS6B and you can find us, whether it be on Parlor, Facebook, Twitter, uh, let's see, YouTube, uh, Locals. Damon set up a Locals account. Getter, of course, to get her chat. Instagram, it's LFS6B Show. And, uh, yeah, follow us along. Share us with your friends. Let's beat the algorithms. And uh, we appreciate you guys watching every single time you get a chance. So thank you. Again, Kevin Downey Jr. sitting in uh, as we are missing Big D and Paul for tonight. And uh, Slick Rick, of course, is here doing sports. Uh, Hey, Kevin, real quick. Again, people don't know much about you. We see uh, people asking questions on the getter. No, You don't have any relation to Robert, right? I do not, but okay. I do have a scam set up. Well, you do. When people are really obnoxious about it, I, I have a, in my phone, it says Cousin Bobby. It's my cousin <laughs> who has a uh, California exchange, and we had this little <laughs> thing where we set up. And I'll say, yes, I can prove I'm related. You want me to, but you're going to buy me a shot of whatever I want. Right. I go, you're not related. So I said, all right, uh, hey, cuz, um, you were looking for sunglasses. Did you ever find any? And within 10 minutes, I'll get a picture, obscure picture of Robert Downey Jr. wearing these funky sunglasses <laughs> sitting at his computer. And I go, oh, my God. I can't, oh, no. And I'll <laughs> say, it's, it's Johnny Walker Blue. Nice. How about the great Morton Downey Jr.? Oh, I loved him. His show was priceless. Man. Oh, the he was cigarette. a hero. Oh, he I really was insane, wasn't he? Yeah. He was awesome. Loved him. That was, he was amped yeah, up. No, no relation to any other Downey Jr. you may have heard of. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, and, and again, you can find him on all the socials as Robert Downey Jr., except for Instagram, which is actual... KDJ. KJ. KDJ. KDJ. Actual did KDJ. I say, did I say Robert? You said Robert. Yep, but that okay. happens. Sorry about that. That's you, know like, what? you know what? Text me a picture of uh, your cousin and we'll, be, we'll call right. it quick. <laughs> I, I was auditioning for uh, the Montreal Comedy Festival, which at the time was arguably, arguably the biggest comedy festival in the world. And this is probably in, I don't know, I'm going to say 98. And uh, they said, all right, folks, please welcome your next guy. He was in Manhattan. Robert Downey Jr. And the whole place went... Screaming, <laughs> and I walked up, and the whole room went, oh. <laughs> and they thought I was trying to be funny. So, man, in, I just went down like the Hindenburg. Oh. Didn't go to Montreal that year. It, it, it kind of ended up like we saw Joe Biden uh, yep. sparring with the crowd, huh? <laughs> I went down going, conversion. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, speaking of Biden, he, he there were a couple other things. Uh, here, here is here is uh, Joe Biden from last night talking about uh, well. Fentanyl, of oh, course, you know, it's everybody else's fault. Go. He has nothing to do with. No. Uh, cut number two, G, nothing go. To do with the border. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Look at him. 
He doesn't <laughs> know how to react when people get in his face and actually call him out and say, it's your fault. He just kind of gives them the, eh, the creepy side uh-huh. uh, Joe grin. Yep. yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> and we are watching you. You're a freaking disaster. <laughs> All right. I have a theory. Can I float yes. it past you, gentlemen, briefly? I, lo- I love theories. The Chicoms have put tens of millions of dollars into the Biden family. Yes, we know They this. make billions of dollars with fentanyl coming over the southern border that mm-hmm. Joe leaves open. And they get to kill seven to 80,000 Americans with it every year. I firmly believe he's leaving it open in part. I mean, I'm sure he also wants to flood the country. Yeah. But he's doing it, I believe, in part because he has to. And that's why he didn't shoot the balloon down, because he couldn't. Because they own him, and he has to leave it open because they want their billions of dollars, and they want their dead 80,000 Americans. What do you think about that? I sounds very appropriate. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling like that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we've kind of starting to see, um, as more of this Hunter Biden stuff starts to really really permeate people are starting to really talk about this now mm-hmm. you know all the information all the evidence and evidence and proof are different i get that i understand that um but it's it's kind of tough to ignore when you see all these deals uh that hunter biden made with this guy over here in ukraine who was tied to a chinese guy from out Al- and the guy from albania and, yep. and it's like all these countries are like what the heck was going on and then you start to look at it and they're like, well, not only, and then you, you go back to what, what Hunter said on his own text message to his, uh, I think it's to his daughter or to his sister, where it's like, you know, see how you feel when dad takes half of all your money, yep. you know? Yep. He's like, you know, I've been doing this for the last however many years and he takes half. It's more than 10%. Yeah. 10%, I think, was just for that one deal. I think right. so, too. Oh, yeah. um, but Joe's been taking everything, half of everything that Hunter brings in since Hunter started in the family business. And the family yes. business, as we know, is grifting, is selling out the United States, um, is, is selling out the United States, is making money by by basically selling us out to the Chinese, to the Russians, to the Ukrainians, whoever will, will cut him a check mm-hmm. that he can slide into the family coffers. Hey, give it to my brother Joe or give it to James or give it to Hunter or give it to this. Either way, he's going to get his piece. Yep. yep, absolutely. And you know what? I just learned this. Hunter had a company where he employed his uh, dead brother's widow and her sister, both of whom he was sleeping with. So they had sort of these like no-show jobs, right. but they still got nice paychecks. Yep. Yeah. That's part of the Biden grift, too. Exactly. Yep. Balloon so, payments. And, and exactly. speak, and, yeah, and speaking of, uh, speaking of the grift, here's cut number eight, Clay Higgins from The Hill, talking about, uh, talking about that issue right here. The FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar with that. 
Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen during depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I'll yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mr. Jordan. Wow. Ooh, that Ooh. was a nice direct hit. <laughs> Talk about a direct hit. <laughs> man, oh, man. Ooh. And that was that was just part of the fireworks. There's, there, there's a whole lot of other fireworks that happened. We'll get to the, some of those in just a little bit. But again, going back to the Biden, you know, the Biden crime family, the grift, whatever you want to call it, we all know. And we're starting to see what he's been up to all these years is is cultivating these relationships. And then once he got into into the VP slot, he started cashing everything in. Right. Because that's that's really when all this stuff started. Yes. That's when he when he, when he you know, he, he groomed his son to say, OK, here you go, kid. Go light him up. Bring me checks. Yep. Yep. Right. And word on the street is Hunter doesn't like to be seen as Fredo Biden. Oh. And people are wondering if in her, you know, his crack haze, he left that computer there as sort of a, you know, a semi subconscious. I'm bringing the old man down because I'm sick of being Fredo. Right. That Biden really is stupid. <laughs> both of them. Both, yeah, both of them. Actually, right. them. You know what? And I've heard that that theory before, and I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know if it if it's if he would think that way. I don't know if you know. I'm try, I try to put myself in that position. Would I? You know? Would I be that angry that be like, look, I'm gonna take us all to jail? That's not really a good plan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a horrible plan. <laughs> That's a terrible plan. And then you think back. It was like, well, when did he leave this? During his crack, day, you know, during his heavy crack usage time. Yep. So chances are he probably didn't even remember where he left it. Absolutely. What, what place he brought it to. He's like, I dropped it off someplace to get fixed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, of course, he's thinking they're just going to fix it and make sure it turns on for me. They're not going to read the stuff because he's only there to get it, you know, fixed because it was having problems staying on. Now he leaves it. Now the guy who, who fixed it now takes ownership of it. Now he's got to see what he's got. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't, know, I don't know about that theory. I don't know. Uh, you could be right. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I don't know I, either. It's, I'm just, just, it's just, just interesting to think um, because somebody might be talking at this point. Yeah. You know, think about it. I, I believe there is a, let's see, Joe's under investigation. Hunter's under investigation. I think his brother James is now under investigation. Yep. Um, who's left? That's a record, I think. Yeah. Got to be. Three people in one political family under separate federal yep. investigations. And one of them happens to be the president? Yeah, that's got to be a full house of some sort. I mean, that's it's just insane to think about. What happened to the classified documents? That seemed to the balloon seemed to take that out to sea, huh? Seems like it was uh, timed yeah. perfectly, huh? Right? Yes. Perfect timing. Hmm. Well, you know, and I'm not saying that the balloon was, you know, sent simply for that reason, because from what I've seen, um, they've been doing this for a while, the Chinese, and it's only because somebody spotted it yep. that it became a problem. But other than that, I, I, from what I understand, even I think even during the Trump administration and, you know, Trump and all, all Pompeo and all these guys came out and refuted that. But then you find out from General Mattis that, uh, well, we just didn't tell them. Okay. <laughs> His story is, we didn't tell him because we were afraid he might do something aggressive. Oh, you mean like shoot it down? Yeah. Now, does that mean Mattis is hip deep in Chinese money somewhere, too? Probably. I think so, too. 
I think I think could be. I think what's getting exposed here is how how deep. You know, and, and you know, we, we all remember from 2015 to 2016, uh, Trump saying the, the the swamp is deep and wide. Yep. And it's amazing what you're starting to find out. Millie defending the Chinese. Oh, they're not our they're not our enemies. He says. Oh my God, I I heard that. I thought <sighs> he's got to be in on it. He he's definitely in on it. Um, you got you got Joe Biden, who's you know, repeatedly. The, the Chinese are not our enemies. They're, they're, they're not bad folks, folks. That uh-huh. He's got all these things, <laughs> folks, right? They're folks. welding people into buildings right. during yeah. COVID. These are good people. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fine. They're fine folks. Fine they're, folks. They're, they're not going to, they're, they're no competition for us. They're not going to eat our lunch. No, they're eating everything else, Joe. Yep. Including, and of course, you know, and I'll take it back even further, uh, the Clintons. It all started with the Clintons, I think. I mean, it probably started before that, but they really made it a, a cottage industry. They were selling the Chinese anything and everything they could, right? Yes. I think I, think I remember hearing this a lot. Guidance systems for missiles that were like top-notch guidance systems. And I thought, why would he do that? Right. What? And I was naive. Of course I know why he did it now. But at the time, <laughs> you know what? I, uh, I wrote an article. I went every president from JFK to Biden. How they pl- played nice with the military industrial complex or how they didn't and either got shot or left office after one term or were chased out like Nixon. And now Tucker Carlson is saying that the Watergate break in was just a bunch of guys from the CIA who did it to chase him out. Right. Yep. Yeah. It, you know what? Nothing. As we're starting to find out, it, it, it may seem crazier and crazier, but crazy seems to be uh, crazy's undefeated lately. It is. Yes, you that's know? great. That's hilarious. Crazy's undefeated, yeah, man. Undefeated. Time. <laughs> Every single thing you think, ah, that's nuts. That would never happen. Oh, look at that. Huh, it happened. Uh, um, yep. Yeah. So kind of makes sense. Good stuff. Uh, Kevin Downey Jr., make sure you fo- follow him on all the socials. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back. More with Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Oh, you know what that music means. It's time to protect your money, hide it, squirrel it away, because the Biden administration, they've got some goals for the new year that includes tax and spend. And the place they're getting that money is from you. And, to turn, and they're going to turn a blind eye to the inflation they've created that, that's basically at odds with you and your goals. So now is the time to secure your savings when you finally had enough of the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirement. You need to find options and diversify into gold with Birch Gold. If you're tired of your money being impacted by stupid decisions and, uh, you know, Mimu Minu, <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. It's happening from Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And it's even surviving the Biden administration. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. You want to find out how? Well, text the word America to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you, too. So protect yourself with gold today. Text America. 
to 989898. They've got a uh, AAA rating, A-plus rating, I should say, with Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, and they will help you secure your future with gold. So start today with the free info kit, and to get that kit, there's no obligation. Just text AMERICA to 989898 and get your free info kit from Birch Gold today. And that's all they wrote. Because that's all they need. I mean, let's face it. When, when, you, when you're talking, I mean, you jump back to the, the State of the Union, one of the lies is inflation is down. Well, compared to what? You always got to ask the question. Well, compared to what, Joe? Compared to when you first took office, when it was about 1.6? Uh, that would be up. Oh, it's down from when you brought it to a high of 9.1? <laughs> yes. If you're talking about the high that you brought it to at 9.1, then yes, it is now down. Uh, gasoline is down? Well, compared to what? Again, we give you credit, Joe. It's all you, brother. Yeah. It's all you. You got it way up to almost five bucks here in New York. You got it over, I think it was over five in yep. some places. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely over seven in California and other yeah. places around the country. But now it's down. The I guess the national average is around 375, 380. So it's down <laughs> compared to where you got it to. It's kind, worry. it's kind of like an abusive, abusive husband going, I don't beat you as much as I used to. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Smile. Show me gratitude. Exactly. So, Joe Bryden, it's, it's all you, brother. Good job. Um, speaking of all you, let's go to all you Slick Rick. Because last night it was all you, man. You, you showed up at the American Warehouse. People were loving on you, taking pictures, freaking out. And uh, now they get to watch you on TV, and it's time for the sports. One day we'll get this show on the road, Rick. One day we'll, we'll big deal, take us out. We've been threatening for years to get out on the road, but when we go out, <laughs> we'll have a blast. Uh, and New York isn't even really our big market for us. Our bigger markets are Florida, Texas, Ohio, even California. Big yeah. D says that's our biggest that's audience. Our biggest, you know, they, biggest they're audience. hungry for conservative talk out there, you know? Well, that's so, they're hungry, period, because uh, they spent all their money on gas. Yeah, it's true. No question about it. So, uh, But we'll get out there one day. So let me get, some, get to some quick scores here. Let's, let's talk about the ladies, NCAA women's basketball, which I never shout them out enough, and they, they, they're great players, too. Uh, earlier tonight, uh, Villanova took care of business, knocking out Georgetown 82-53. to uh, Ohio State, the Buckeyes rolled over the Golden Gophers of Minnesota 93-63. That's a final. And uh, Texas right now, all over Texas Tech, 49. 9 to 30. That's in the third. And we got uh, Marquette right now edging out UConn. Number four UConn. A little bit of an upset, but end of the third. I'm sure UConn will get it together. They're too good to lose that game. And let's get to the NHL action. Rangers looking good in the garden, Rick. Up 3-1 to one over the Vancouver Canucks. That's in the second, mid-second. And the Wild and Stars just underway. No score there. Uh, let's see. We got a little men's basketball, too. Let's not forget the men. West Virginia, 70-69 to 69 over uh, Iowa State. 220 to go in the second there. Talk about a blowout. Number two, Houston all over Tulsa. 61-29 to with 10 to go in the second. That's a beatdown. Uh, Providence, 49-37 over Georgetown. We got uh, Alabama, Bama, 15-7 over the Gators of Florida. 14 to go in the first there. And Baylor taking care of business over Oklahoma. 21-14, uh, 12 to go in the first. Finals from earlier tonight. Uh, Creighton over Seton Hall, 75-62. And uh, right now, Van- uh, Tennessee got beat tonight. Upset. Uh-huh. 
Vanderbilt, 66-65 over wow. number six, Tennessee. They're mm. going to be falling down the ranks, Rick. Not good for the volunteers. They need to volunteer for some help. They, need to, they didn't pull it out tonight. <laughs> anyway, Syracuse, the Orangemen, 76-67 over Florida State. And uh, Charleston took care of business over UNC Wilmington, smaller school, 93-61. I get to a couple of stories and, uh, you know, falling along the line. Um, they, sometimes people go, Slick Rick, it's like you're reading obituary every night, and they're right. <laughs> 31-year-old former college tennis star dies suddenly. We talked about her earlier. Cullen Lindbarger, Gateway Pundit. Another young person has passed away unexpectedly, continuing a disturbing trend globally. Reports have confirmed that former University of Georgia star tennis player Lily Kimball died Sunday at the age of 31. Her sister, Samantha Giles, revealed via Facebook that Kimball suffered a massive heart attack emanating from a kidney issue. The cause of Kimball's Kidney issue is unknown at this time, Rick, as official cause of death has not been determined either. And Giles went on to post a very poignant tribute about how she looked up to her sister her whole life. And what, what a shame. You know, the, the whole situation is just devastating to the yeah. family. And uh, and we were stunned and heartbroken to learn of Lily's passing, said Georgia head coach Jeff Wallace. I'll always remember how she helped create a culture of excellence with her attitude and work ethic. Lily was a fantastic teammate. And this girl really had some exceptional career playing in Georgia, uh, a native of New Brownville. Texas and member of the 2011 to 2014 tennis squads. Kimball registered 197 combined wins, 109 doubles, 88 singles. Kimball was part of the 2014 SEC tournament championship team that finished 24 and 5, as well as the 2013 squad that won 24 and 4. And she's a decorated champion, 31 years old. Woof, that's young. I mean, 61 years old is young to me these days. And uh, what, a, what a, just a terrible story to hear about. And uh, she actually holds the record for most consecutive double wins in a season, 22. So she's wow. an exceptional player. We don't know why she passed, Rick. Again, nope. just like that young man on the uh, on the basketball court, and uh, you know, Demar Hamlin, same thing. Just this trend continues, and uh, you know, we want to report on that, let people know. Um, and a little disappointing story. If I have two minutes to get to it, Rick, I'd like to. Uh, let's talk about NFL Network, ESPN uh, are pulling Michael Irving's coverage from Super Bowl week. Really? I'm going to get my tinfoil hat out. Why is I that? think it might be the Eagles fans. <laughs> I don't think they want Michael Irving and the Cowboys uh, interviewing their Eagles. But anyway. Now, in a serious note, former Cowboys, this is uh, Dallas Morning News, Michael Gelkin, former Cowboys wide receiver, uh, said he engaged in no physical contact with the woman beyond a handshake during a brief exchange in a hotel lobby. Just to quickly paraphrase, Michael Irvin is uh, doing coverage in Phoenix, Arizona, staying at one of the you know posh hotels, ran into a young lady after having out for dinner and drinks uh, with Michael Brooks, former Cowboys safety. Uh, they were out having drinks together, and uh, apparently he went, ran into a young lady in the hotel lobby. They were talking, had a brief exchange, shook hands. Next thing you know, she accused him of whatever she said he said. He said he is completely flabbergasted, cannot believe what's going on here. So, hey, uh, you know, I don't condone, you know, you got to be appropriate in life. And, and certainly, you know, with young ladies and men, you got to behave yourselves, of course. But who knows? I mean, it's like I could just be walking. I could have been walking through the diner today. Yeah. And a waitress could have said, oh, that's Slick Rick. Think about it. I mean, what's going on? Yeah. If that's the case, you know, or maybe he's guilty. But boy, right away, ESPN, NFL Network, they pulled him from the coverage. I hope he doesn't lose his job. I mean, I, I like Michael. He's had a checkered pass many years ago, but, you know, on his face value, it's a very strange story. We'll see how this develops, but uh, I don't, boy, oh boy. Well, usually in those ho hotels, they've got, they've got cameras everywhere. Yes, so, they do. so if there's anything inappropriate, I'm sure... He, you know, if, if he's sure of it, he can he can demand like, hey, 
pull pull your ta- surveillance tapes. Mm-hmm. Let's see this because I don't believe she's telling the truth. Yeah, and there is camera tape, and he did view it, and the, all he was was shaking a hand. What was said, right. I guess, not necessarily was picked up, but I don't know what he could have said that would have cost him his job. But again, you know, it's just, look, you could debate this all day both ways, but I got to tell you, man, I mean, it's not like he even posted something on social media. It's just right. really wild. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. All right, so that does it for this segment. We'll take a break. We've got a crazy town coming up. We'll talk more with uh, Kevin Downey Jr. and more with you guys. Checking out the uh, Get a Chat in the break. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Kevin Downey Jr. sitting in. How are you, sir? I'm lovely. Thank you. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. This is a hoot. This is a hoot. Yeah, you can catch Kevin on his radio show Monday through Friday on LongIslandNewsRadio.com or locally here on Long Island at 103.9 FM. He's on from Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern to 11 a.m. Can people also, uh, like if they miss the show, can they download, do they have it available to download? You know what? It's on my Patreon, so they're going to have to pay $5 a month to get that. Okay. All right, so it is available. It's a bargoon, yes. It's a bargoon is right. All right. Um, Here's one thing. People were asking, what's on Kevin's shirt? I've seen it a bunch of times. Slick Rick had mentioned he saw it written a few times on the Getter Chat as well. Yes, I did. Kevin, what the heck is on your shirt? People want to know. Buying minds. It says, I will not censor myself to comfort your ignorance. Yes. Ooh, okay. That's my little message. I like that. (laughs) Subliminal. Very subliminal. Yeah, very very subtle. <laughs> I, I can see how that slips by most people. Yeah. Low profile KDJ. <laughs> My mind's going blank now. Yeah, and, uh, speaking of which, we've got a uh, crazy town coming up with uh, Joe Biden in just a little bit. In the meantime, though, um, Kevin was talking about, and this was something where we were talking about uh, theories, not conspiracies, just theories, uh, things that happen. And, and we got on to the, uh, he started talking about, it, it was about JFK, right? Because yes. What, what led us, I forget what led us there. Rick, do you remember? No. What got us to that point where we were talking about JFK and, and all that stuff? But you had some interesting theory because you said you have blank. a list, right? <laughs> yes, I went, uh, it took a few days to gather this. But if you look at uh, when uh, Eisenhower left the White House, he warned about the military-industrial complex, and he would know better than anyone because he helped. He was there when it was created. So JFK decides he's going to pull out of Vietnam, and he is going to disband the CIA. So he loses a piece of his head. Mm -hmm. LBJ jumps on. He escalates Vietnam, and he doesn't go near the CIA. He actually puts a former CIA—Kennedy fired a CIA head— LBJ puts this guy back onto the Warren Commission to figure out who shot JFK. Well, of course, they find that the CIA had nothing to do with it. Nixon comes along, and he says to the CIA leader when he's president, I know who shot John, meaning JFK. Five days later, (laughs) I believe, maybe six, the uh, Watergate break-in happens. He gets framed. He's gone. And who did they maneuver into place already because they knew this was coming? Gerald Ford, who worked on what? The Warren Commission. So they're safe for now. 
Uh, Jimmy Carter comes along. He does nothing. No one cares. <laughs> Talk about a mind going blank. No, no one cares is right. <laughs> you work now, for peanuts. <laughs> here's the interesting part. Reagan comes along, and everything's great because there's so much be- money being made on the Cold War, but then he ends the Cold War. And what happens to Reagan? He gets shot by a guy whose brother is really chummy with the Bush family. His- really? Yeah, Hinckley's brother is actually having dinner with uh, one of George Bush's brothers, one we don't hear about a lot, and he canceled that day because his dad tried to kill the president. But uh, Wow. Yeah, that's where things get a little weird. Roger Stone actually, he was interviewed by Rich Zioli. Uh, he's a great uh, radio guy from Philly, and he, he, uh, he's like, this isn't a theory. He goes, I know the Bushes were involved. So who takes after? Well, Reagan lives, but who comes after anyway? George Bush won, who was head of the CIA. So the CIA is not going anywhere. And of course, he goes and he bombs Iraq. We go to war. Uh, Bill Clinton comes along. He starts an air war in former Yugoslavia, Bosnia over there. So he keeps his job in his head. Then George Bush part two comes along. Another war in Iraq. The military industrial complex loves him. Uh, Obama comes along. Where do we have Afghanistan? He's he's bombing everybody. He's blowing everything up. And then Trump comes along and he's like, no, nope, we're going to wipe ISIS out. We're going to get it done quickly and we're not going to go into any more wars. I'm going to bring Afghanistan down to twenty five hundred people. And wouldn't you know it, even though he gets more votes than any incumbent president, he loses to Joe Poopy Pants Biden, if you believe that. <laughs> All <laughs> so right. He well, loses that's... his gig. Yeah. Uh, that that's an interesting time. You've kind of you've had some time, yeah, to put this together. I'm I'm just you know putting the facts out there. Take them where you want them, folks. Uh, you can see whatever you see in that. I'm not saying that you know all of this is right or anything, but I'm saying these are all facts. So right. take your own take your own conclusions. Wow. All right. Well, that's interesting stuff. And again, you know, when you stop and think about it, we've talked about the milita- military industrial complex and and how you know as soon as they got Trump out. Man, they ramped that war right back up again, didn't they? Uh, you know what? I didn't even get to Biden. Yep. What does Biden do? He leaves a bunch of military equipment, which now has to be replaced. Right. Cha-ching. Yeah. And, of course, what is that? I think we're at $100 billion to Ukraine now to buy our yep. weapons. Cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and and there's Zelensky. I think this guy's on tour. I think he's on tour more than uh, oh yeah, more than than you too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw him. I saw a video today. He's getting applause from an entire hallway filled with people. I think it was in the UK. Um, I, I thought his country was at war. Yeah, right. Yep. Doesn't he wear fatigues and and knee pads and everything because that's what tough yeah. guys do. Yep. His wife shops in Paris. Right. <laughs> and he has time for photo week. shoots. Yeah. Big lefty actors c- come and see him in Ukraine. Right. Oh, Ben's here. Oh, I'll let Ben in. Yeah. Amazing what? stuff. So so don't know. What? What's his last name? The, the actor. No, Ben. Oh, uh, ben, ben Affleck? No, it, it was uh, his parents were a big comedy duo. <laughs> ben Hurst? Oh, oh uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Oh, ben Stiller, yes. ben Stiller shows up, and they've got a multi-camera shoot. To, well, we got to get Ben Stiller meeting Zelensky. Yeah. Ah, yeah, they're at war. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's Tropic Thunder 2. They're doing uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Hey, uh, I talked about the, uh, the crazy town. Here it is, Joe Biden. Crazy town time. It's uh, Blue Collar Joe on the road today, the day after the State of the Union. G, go.
Here he is. If you have a seat, take one. If you don't, come on up on stage with me. Uh, you know, uh, gag. Oh boy. Oh, you got feedback. Oh, you don't know what to do. <laughs> got it over here. <laughs> hey, folks, how are you? Hmm. Don't, don't jump. jump. Ah. Oh, don't jump. <laughs> I noticed that. Well, hello, Madison. Hello, laborers. And a hello, 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 Terry O'Sullivan. One of my best buddies in labor in my entire career. We've been working together since he was 12 years old. Uh, no, I'm only joking, but, you know, no every time I have a problem in Delaware, Gov, I just go across the river in New Jersey and make sure everything got squared away. You think I'm joking. I love the people yeah, say, I'll joking. be there with you. And they say, well, I can't anymore. Things have changed. I want to thank Sarah for that introduction. And boy, can she wield a mean hockey stick. I tell you, I was in the back. reason we were taking a little longer is... I have a granddaughter who's a hell of an athlete. She's going to graduate this year from college. But uh, she's, uh, she played lacrosse and, uh, and field hockey. I mean, excuse me, lacrosse and soccer. All state in both <laughs> subjects. They all have goals in both sports. And she went off to school. She said, I can't, I can't work 40 hockey. hours a week in the field and still do well in school. So she's decided to stay. I was hoping she'd go pro, but anyway, you know. Oh, yeah. But like I was did. telling, was I was telling my introducer. She reminds me very much of my granddaughter. She even <laughs> yeah. looks like her. Big career. At any rate, last night, last night I reported on the State of the Union. Yeah. It is strong. Oh. I said if we couldn't work together last Congress, if we could work together last Congress, there's no reason we can't get things done as well this Congress. <laughs> One part of that vision: the economy that works for working people. This is a blue-collar, blue change we're seeing. You know, an economy where we're building, we've we built more than in the last two years <laughs> since I've taken office than you can imagine. And the middle we created out. 12 That's million to say. new jobs. A half a million jobs just last month. Gas Lie. prices are down more than the dollar fifty, and we're going to make sure the old companies start playing their honest role. It's going to go down further. Inflation has fallen six months straight. Inflation is coming down. <laughs> Take-home pay and workers is going up slightly. The economy is growing on a solid clip. Folks, I hate to disappoint them, but the Biden economic plan is working. Oh, my yeah. American plan, <laughs> my economic plan is into the for the middle and working class Americans to get up every morning, go to work, and bust their necks just trying to get an honest living. And through the American Rescue Plan, we're funding workforce development programs, including $128 million here in Wisconsin dollars in Wisconsin. So American workers were prepared to Wisconsin compete in the economy <laughs> we're building. This is a blue-collar blueprint to rebuild America. Our economic, uh, our economic agenda has ignited a new manufacturing boom. For decades, we've imported project, we've imported products from abroad and sent jobs overseas. Because they thought it was cheaper to have the cheaper labor. We're going to lower the cost of everyday <laughs> products for you all. <laughs> and we're talking, t taking on what we call junk fees. We're making airlines show just how the full price of the ticket costs up front, not after the fact. We reduce the, ex the exportation, the, excuse me, the exorbitant bank overdraft fees. Saving an American taxpayer a million, a billion dollars a year. A million billion. Just these fees that were exorbitant for an overdraft. Now they average, if you're, if it's, if you're over, if you're late in the Doesn't payment matter. by a day, yeah, it's, it's thirty yeah. bucks. Yeah. I heard a, com a commentator on the way flying out here in Air Force One. The television was on, talking about little things like junk fees. Why isn't Biden here? talking about important things, important issues? Why, well, the next thing he's going to be talking about is taking in your garbage. Well, let me tell you something. 
Junk fees may not matter to the wealthy people, but they matter to most folks like the home I grew up in. Frankly, it offends me to think about it. So I'm calling on Congress to pass a junk-free prevention <laughs> act so we can do more than crack down on these junk fees. We're banning these That's agreements for companies that will com yeah. com compete, won't compete. So they pay people the fair share. Why in God's name you tell a worker, an hourly worker, that they have to sign an agreement? Oh, that's a lie, Joe. That they will not take a similar job in anywhere in that's the area? Lie. We've had a spirited debate last night <laughs> with my Republican friend. And Marjorie Taylor Greene and others stood up and said, liar, liar. Reminds me of that liar, liar, house on fire, yeah. Oh, it's Come on, man. <laughs> and then we found there was a, you know, there's a senator named Mike Lee who was also yelling, you know, liar, liar, house on fire kind of stuff last night. <laughs> a lot of Republicans, their dream is to cut Social Security Medicare. Well, let me just say this. It's your dream, but I'm going to my veto pen, make it a nightmare. But they sure didn't like me calling them on it. I found it interesting that when I called them out on that last night, it sounded like they agreed to take these cuts off the table. Remember I said, no, I'm serious. Remember what I said? He I said, so, like so you're not going to cut it, huh? No. I, I said, okay, we got a deal. I, mean, I know every major world leader for the last 35 years. Know them face to face. I did it for the previous president, my president, Barack Obama, and I'm doing it now. I can say honestly, as I stand here today, nothing. I have never, ever been more optimistic about America's future than I am today. Nothing beyond our capacity if we work together. And it's my hope we're going to find enough Republicans who want to do that. So there you have it. Yes, the uh, the rehashing of the State of the Union. Oh, that's a kick in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know that type of... <laughs> Unbelievable. He just, he's just up there repeating lie after lie. Gasoline is down. Dude, stop. We already know. We know. I, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that he keeps... Pushing the same things we already know that are uh -huh. wrong. It's like he, he just doesn't get it. Wow. It's you sad. It's uh, my yeah, favorite lie last it. night was the, uh, if you're uh, if you're working a register at Taco Bell, you can't go work one at Burger King or right. something insanely yeah. stupid. Yeah, something that is not happening anywhere in the world <laughs> except in his brain. Yep. Amazing. All right. Wow, is it really this late? We got one more segment yeah. left. We'll do some more sports and more with you guys. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We'll be back. from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on a Wednesday night. Man, tonight has flown by. Mm. Slick Rick has got sports. We'll do a little last sports update of the night in just a few moments. And, uh, of course, our special guest, Kevin Downey Jr., sitting in. Thank you for joining us here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, he's going to be playing at the PNA Club in Martins Ferry, Ohio, this weekend. Is that all weekend? Just Saturday. Just Saturday night? Yep. So people are in that area. Of course, they can uh, go and check you out live. You do stand-up as well. You're a writer. You can find him on pjmedia.com. He puts out great articles. How many times a week? Because I always see your stuff popping up. I do usually two a day, Monday through Friday, and wow. I try to do one a day on wow. uh, Saturday and Sunday. But wow. that depends on travel and whatnot. Right. 
So you're 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 pumping out a lot of content. Yeah, I can't complain. All right, very good. So uh, yeah, find them all over there, and of course, all over social media. Kevin Downey Jr. That's where you'll find him on all the socials, except for Instagram, where it's actual <laughs> KDJ. KDJ. All right. So I got I to remember that one. Uh, all right. Slick Rick, what do you got, my friend? All right. Just a couple of quick scores. NCAA men's three games still in action. We got Providence over Georgetown, 66-51, six to go in the second. Alabama all over Florida, 40-16, to five to go in the first. And uh, Baylor and Oklahoma, good one, 35-30. Baylor leading three to go in the first. NHL, let's go over to the Garden, Rick. Rangers continue to hold off the Canucks, 3-2 at the end of two. And the Stars right now blank in the wild, 2 zip 12 to go in the second period there uh, just one story i want to get to you know big night in the nba and um, we know how everybody loves the nba but uh, michael jordan issues statement on lebron james setting scoring record this is from larry brown sports plenty of people congratulated lebron james on tuesday for breaking the korea scoring record uh through the recognition from uh the recognition from some people stands out above the above the others a statement from michael jordan might carry more weight for lebron jordan praised uh, james in a statement issued to tmz sports Congratulations to Baron on this incredible achievement. Um, it's a testament to his hard work, longevity, and his great skill, Jordan said in a statement according to TMZ. Jordan is fifth on the career uh, uh, points list. And uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the great Lou Alcindor from, from New York, from Long Island, yeah. uh, from the Brooklyn. Uh, and anyway, broke his record. That record stood for almost four decades. So, you know, you got to give kudos. We got to give kudos. We don't exactly love LeBron's political stance, but... You know that's a great record to have beaten, and uh, you know, but we don't we don't love LeBron too much on the show. I know Big D, he was wearing his Lakers jersey last night. No, I'm only kidding. Was he? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think what so. What a sellout. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. So anyway, um, congratulations to LeBron, and uh, you know, so I yeah, I mean, I mean, you gotta you gotta hand lane. it to him, right? Stay in uh, your lane on on a, on a sports in a sports setting. You know, when you're talking about sports strictly, yeah, I mean, you can't deny his talent. Yep. I mean, he's he's you know kind of. It, when he's doing it at 38, you kind of scratch your head like, all right, he's, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys who don't make it that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even some of the greats that they, they bow out early. They do. You know, 32, 33 years old because they, they just can't do it anymore. Um, so you got to hand it to him. So yeah, I'll, uh, congratulations. I'll take Michael Jordan over him any day, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you compare, because I think the big knock on LeBron is that he's always complaining, I need stars. Yeah. I need stars. Meanwhile, Michael made stars. Exactly. Michael well made everybody yeah. better on his team. You better believe LeBron it. LeBron wants everybody who's already great to be on his team. Right. That's That, to me, is a big difference. Yep. If you can make Dennis Rodman look good, you can make anybody yeah. look good. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's a wrap, Rick. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Slick. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Cow Patty, 777. Uh, Taco Jill Loose Lips. You want to see that again? I do. All right. Cow Patty 77. Here we go. Cut number three. The creepiest portion of the night. Here it comes. Wait for it. Little tongue. There we go. Jill Biden and Kamala's husband. Whoa. The first, the second husband. Look, here we go. Uh, right on the lips. There is some creepiness going on in that. Uh, oh, it's Valentine's season, Rick. That could have uh, been, you know. I don't know. Maybe there's a blanket party we don't know about happening <laughs> in the White House. I, be- I believe that's, that's Paul Pelosi right there. That's, that's who, right. Yes, in the hat. Who did not take his hat off in the Capitol. I think we know why. I think he's probably got a pretty nice knock. Yeah. From his boyfriend. From his date. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow, that's right. That's Paul Pelosi standing right there. Uh, G, wow. play that again. See if you can see his face. Because we, uh, we see the old lady with the white hair. That jumps out. Uh, but yeah, that's Paul Pelosi. With the uh, with the fedora, 
thinking he's uh, thinking he's a press reporter or something. Who knows? Uh, maybe that's maybe that's some more role playing he's going to be doing later. Yeah. I'll show up. I'll show up with a pad and pencil, and you take my pants off. Um, <laughs> hey, Kevin, real quick, uh, did you catch any of the stuff about uh, Twitter today? No, uh, busy day today. I've caught nothing about it. All right. Well, if you'd like to see some, we already yes. played Clay Higgins. He laid down the law a little yeah. bit earlier. We played that a little bit earlier. Here is Representative Nancy Mace, and she really goes at this woman, her a Twitter exec named Miss, I think it's Gaddy. Uh, cut number seven, G, go. May I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? <laughs> I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing... You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. My next question is, did the U.S. government, oh, excuse me, I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else on Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. Ooh, I like that little. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Representative Nancy May. She can see sometimes, you know, yeah. she's a little. Uh, Spicy. Yeah, uh, well, like no, that. I mean, she, she sometimes, uh, you know, plays for the other team, so to speak, uh, on the aisle. Um but you know she was she was bringing it she was bringing the heat today along with some others we saw Clay Higgins do that also check out here as much as we can play uh, I'll stop you along the way here G cut number nine this is Representative Paulina Luna talking about the government and tech companies uh, have check you this communi- out communicated with government officials ever on a platform called Jira yes or no real quick answer we are, we're on the clock Off yes to or no? the best of my recollection not no. to your recollection great have. If you did, in the event, communicate, who would have had access to this platform? That's the nature of my confusion. Okay. Jira is did you a- ever speak to government officials on Jira regarding taking down social media posts? Again, not to the best of my recollection. Can you explain to me why the federal government would ever have interest in communicating through Jira, mind you, a private cloud server with social media companies without oversight to censor American voices? I want to let you know that this is a violation of the First Amendment, and the federal government is colluding with social media companies to censor Americans. Mr. Chairman, I ask for unanimous consent to submit these graphics into record. And Mr. Roth, I'm going to refresh your memory for you. This flowchart behind me, thank you, Chair. Um, this flowchart shows the following federal agencies, social media companies, Twitter, leftist nonprofits, and organizations communicating regarding their version of misinformation using Jira, a private cloud server. 
On this chart, I want to annotate that the Department of Homeland Security, which has the following branches, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, also known as CISA, Countering Foreign Intelligence Task Force, now known as the Misinfo, Disinfo, and Malinformation, MDM. All right, this gee, was, again, that's used all we have time for, people. unfortunately. Again, that's Representative Luna out of, I believe she's out of Florida. Uh, and again, this was just part of the fireworks. We'll deal with more of the fireworks from that tomorrow on tomorrow night's show. Uh, in the meantime, Kevin Downey Jr., thank you so much for uh, sitting in with us today. Give everybody a thank reminder, you, where can they find you online? All right, so you can go to Twitter. You can follow Kevin Downey Jr. You can also follow KDJ Radio Show. That's one for the radio show. You can follow that one. Actual KDJ at Instagram, Kevin Downey Jr. On Facebook, Getter, True Social, Kevin Downey Jr. All right, very good. And again, he's going to be uh, out and about doing some comedy, so look for his comedy tour coming to your town soon. He plays all over the country. We want to thank you guys for watching. As always, we salute our military active and retired, our first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, nurses, doctors, everybody working the front lines, bus drivers, truck drivers, you name it, Slick Rick. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you so thank much, you. Gio and Fran in the booth. And you guys at home, thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow night. Peace.